Hello and welcome to another installment of the Midweek Exception Season in Review. Today we are talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves who ended their season with a pretty terrible record of 16-66. and 66. I'm John and joining me today is Justin. Hey, what's up? It's just you and me today, man. Like, everyone else either didn't get the memo or they ducked out. So we're going to have to run a good two-man game today. I believe in us. I think we're going to be good. Yeah, we'll be fine. I mean, it's so exciting to talk about the Timberwolves. I'm I'm surprised nobody wanted to talk. Yeah, right? Like, uh, so a thing that was really, really established early with free cheese and hot sauce was I was a huge Timberwolves fan. Like, for some reason, I'm not really sure why. They're a team that over the last couple seasons I've really, really loved watching. Um Obviously, it was a bit of a bummer when Kevin Love left, but it made sense as to why, I think. Um, he was, you know, he's not getting any younger, and he probably wants to go and try to compete for a ring and, you know, get his title and stuff. But, um, yeah, just a team for some reason I just really have enjoyed watching over the last couple seasons. Even this season, I had a good time watching them. Like, you know, seeing Andrew Wiggins, who we'll talk about later in the podcast, and just, like, seeing everyone on the team kind of mesh together. Even seeing, like, Zach Levine start to perform well towards the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, like, w- what did you think of the Timberwolves season as a whole? Like, just give a bit of an overview of your thoughts about it. Well, I mean, they obviously didn't perform like, amazingly or really any much better than we expected them to. But, I mean, I guess the entire thing is just getting their rookies and just playing them, seeing how well they do. Like, besides Wiggins, was a huge bright spot for that team this year. The way he was able to compete the way he was playing. He, he won Rookie of the Year, right? So Yeah, he did. So, hey, that's that's a plus for them. Really, anything that's a plus is great for the Timberwolves right now because they're not really... It, it's more marginal things. That as long as they're improving, they should be happy. Yeah, totally. And, like, there was, like, that kind of sentimental moment towards, like, mid... Like, midway through the season, maybe three-quarters of the way through the season where uh, Kevin Garnett came back, which... Initially, I was very, very opposed to it. Like, again, I think it's a thing that, like, since I am not from the area and, like, I didn't have that attachment to him when he was with the Timberwolves, I was more just like, well, like, why are you giving up, like, Thad Young? You know, I think he's a solid player, which, again, when I reflected on the season and, like, looking back at his games, like, he really wasn't all that good for that team. Um, Which, I guess, you know, like, it's it's nice to see KG come back to the team and like obviously it's a very sentimental nice moment from coming back but also kind of does assure that he's gonna have some sort of role with the team once he retires you know yeah I mean if it, if this was any other team they probably wouldn't be trying to get an older superstar on the roster who's probably gonna retire in a couple of years but they're kind of in a spot right now where it's like might as well I mean it's all for the it's for the fans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, you didn't... They, I don't think they expected for them to get much, like, production out of him. I think he played, like, five games for them and just kind of sat out the rest of the season. I mean, he was... I think he was injured, but it's one of those things where, like, I'm not sure what the extent of the injury really was. Um, So, yeah, going back to Andrew Wiggins, like, what a hell of a good, like, debut for the NBA for him. Um, His stats by the end of the season, 16.9 points per game, on 44% shooting, uh, four rebounds game. And just, I don't know, it was like, it, you know, like, t- 
there was a conversation about other people who were in the running for rookie of the year. Like some people are saying Nikola Mirotic. You have Nerlens Noel, Peyton in Orlando. But like to me, it was kind of like there was no question in my mind, like really as to who it was. Like it was going to be Wiggins, I think. Yeah, there was for me. There was no question just because of the situation he was in, how many minutes he was getting, and how well he was playing. It was really kind of just the opposite of Anthony Bennett's experience from last year where he just, I mean, I don't remember if he got a lot of minutes, but it wasn't good anyways, which it's kind of sad to also just to bring around. I haven't heard much about Anthony Bennett in a good, good amount of time. Yeah, I mean, I think with the Timberwolves, he was kind of like playing backup power forward throughout the season and like man he like he would have those games where he had flashes of looking good but like otherwise he just did not look very good like i don't know if like i think bringing in a player like kg to that team it might be able they might be able to get something out of him a bennett i mean but like i don't know i don't think he's necessarily a lost cause but i don't think he's ever going to be able to live up to the potential of when he was drafted yeah it's it's not seeming like that like it's ever going to be that at least right now but we'll see i guess we got to give him some more time maybe next year because i think he's also might be going through injuries maybe uh, yeah it sounds feel, familiar yeah i feel like there were some like mentions of like some sort of injuries and stuff like that um so for andrew wiggins what were like the things about his game or just like his like demeanor on the court that really impressed you this season well he seemed very confident which is obviously a plus but he also had that step back uh jump shot i think that was usually at the elbow which was just beautiful i know it was kind of that harden-esque obviously but it was so much larger than james harden his step back the actual step back was huge so i don't know how defenders are going to be able to adjust to that large of a step back where he's gonna basically get open shots every time but i guess we'll see like if i was guarding him i'd still be like three feet away from him even if i knew the step back was coming so pretty crazy pretty nuts yeah definitely for me like the one thing that really impressed me from wiggins in this season was like in the games against those like premier teams like the cleveland cleveland cavaliers um thunder to an extent i would say um Warriors, you know, all those teams that were able to make it into the playoffs this season, he always performed really, really well against those teams. Like, he was able to step up his game and just play really solid ball, both, uh, yeah, sorry, both offensively and defensively. I thought so anyway. Um, but definitely, like, he had to be the bright spot for the, for the Timberwolves this season. Um, their other rookie player, Zach Levine, I thought, you know, he went through spurts where he looked pretty decent sometimes but also would have a couple really terrible games but i'm looking now at his stats from about mid-march through the end of the season he averaged 19.6 points per game uh 43 shooting 35 percent from deep uh six assists so not bad really like considering where he was earlier in the season yeah definitely he's definitely improving which is obviously good yeah for sure um so i guess that kind of brings us to talking about the um the offseason stuff going on now with them having a number one pick but was there anything else you wanted to say about their 
season a whole season as a whole. I mean, it was kind of just reeled with injuries throughout, so it's kind of hard to talk about some of those other players like Ricky Rubio and you know Pakovic yeah. was injured a lot too. So, yeah, I, I would. I feel like we usually would have a lot to talk about, especially with Rubio. But I guess all, it all just sums up to injuries. It's just something you got to chalk up for them. Oh well. But yeah, let's move on to the uh, draft stuff. Yeah, for sure. So obviously. Besides Wiggins being the big bright spot and big takeaway from the season for the Timberwolves, the other big thing is that they got the number one draft pick, which, like, I'm not going to lie, there was a little part of me that didn't think they were going to get it. I thought the NBA was going to... I'm not going to start accusing them of, like, rigging things or anything, but a little part of me was like, Lakers are going to get it somehow, Knicks are going to get it somehow. Frozen envelope Knicks. (laughs) I was, like, ready for it, and I was, like, was watching the watching them uh announce the order and when they finally you know when they finally got to them i was like oh thank god like i was just ready for some outrage to happen like imagine if they found some way to like rig it so the cavaliers got the number one pick again i would, I would honestly like never trust the nba ever again after that if the Cavs had won it would have been over i would, I'd be like this shit is this shit a hundred percent rigged at least the draft like oh i've been so mad if, the, if somehow yeah. the Cavs wanted again, oh. I would have lost my mind. Um, so so who do you think they're going to draft with their number one pick? It seems like a lot of people are saying Towns, maybe. Yeah, there seems to be like a, an upswing for Towns right now, at least in the recent news. So, yeah, if I feel like it might be him, but obviously we're both from Chicago, so I'm very biased to Jalil Okafor. So I'm hoping he gets the number one draft pick because that would be good for him. And I'm hoping he obviously plays well. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I mean Towns is a, P, is a power forward. So I feel like since they already have Peck, they might be looking to get a power forward instead. Maybe, right. maybe somehow get rid of uh, Anthony Bennett eventually and replace him with Towns, who, seems, who has like potential on his side right now. Because you gotta think about it too. You have KG there, so having him like mentor Towns be pretty awesome. I think that's true. That's very true. And you know, just in general, I think Jalil might be a better fit for the Lakers, just right as as of right now. But who knows? Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. No, that's that's totally true. So I mean, like, if you could, it, assuming they get either Okafor or Towns, their front court, I guess, would look like Pekovic, uh, Bennett. This isn't by positions. It's like rambling off names, I guess. So Pekovic, uh, Bennett, you have Adrian Payne, um, Gorgie Jang, Kevin Garnett. So I don't know. Is there any like danger of it becoming kind of backlog there and like guys struggling to get minutes? Because I'm still really high on Gorgie Jang. So I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see how they distribute minutes, I guess, assuming that they get Okafor Towns. Well, I just realized they also still have Justin Hamilton too. Uh, they do, yeah. The center, and he's he's fair. Yeah, he's this is his first year of pros, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're definitely gonna have to trade someone or let someone go. I'm curious to who they do. Yeah, that's that's kind of gonna be the the question. So, do you mean like someone from like that front court is gonna have to go, or do you think someone in general? Because like. I was totally fucking around on, like, Trade Machine a couple days ago, which is, like, the best summertime activity when you have, like, nothing else to do and you're just waiting for people to come over or something. 
as trying to find trades with Pekovic's contract because he's making twelve point one million next year. Which yeah, I know, that's pretty high. He's like this I think the second highest paid player right now on that team, just behind Rubio, who's like only six hundred six hundred thousand above him for the upcoming season. And like I don't know, that Pekovic contract is like a kind of a hard sell, I think. Like I don't really know where he would go. I've thought about Kevin Martin if they were to move him or something, but like his contract is so nice right now where he's making like seven million next year for a player who can like shoot from deep pretty well and outside of, you know, some like, injury issues has been kind of consistent throughout. Um yeah, I don't know. Like do you have any ideas like who you think they're gonna trade or try to move? I guess like Shabazz Muhammad could be an option, but I really hope they don't trade him because I got him in fantasy last year and he was like huge for me for whatever reason. Plus, he was just really good in general, I think, from, like, the limited time we saw him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out, too. I mean, I'm thinking more someone in the front court would actually just get dropped off. Maybe maybe Payne, maybe, I don't know who this guy is, uh, Ariz Anuku, maybe him. Or I think someone at the, like, at the lower end of their bench is probably a a big maybe justin hamilton dude i don't know someone yeah someone's probably just gonna get dropped yeah someone's gotta go eventually so like i'm looking right now at their cap situation for a 2015 2016 situation or their salary situation rather so they're at 56 million right now assuming that they don't pick up some of these like options and stuff like that so they'd have about what like 12 million to work with so i mean they could in theory kind of go out and go after someone or try to do like a sign and trade thing or something like that so it should make for an interesting off season for them i think yeah that was as we were saying they have a lot of assets a lot of people they could trade and probably get a good amount back for so i guess it's up to flip saunders to try and make that team something or make that team more viable than it was last year Speaking of Flip, I think he was like just confirmed today to be the head coach for next season. So Oh my goodness. So is Tom Thibodeau not coaching next year? I think yeah, I think he's just gonna sit out. Man, I really wanted him to go to Minnesota. Yeah, I thought for like, sure he'd go there. That'd be that'd be a fun like thing to happen, I think. I think it'd be cool to have him, like kind of a younger group of guys and you know, coach some really solid defense and Hopefully we're getting a good like offensive coordinator or something like that. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought for sure he'd be going there. I thought Flip would want to get up get off that coaching train, but oh well. Yeah, what can you do, I guess? I think uh that about wraps it up also, doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds sounds about right. Cool. That was a pleasure. That was a nice podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, it sounded pretty good. Seemed pretty casual. We got through that. Uh it doesn't seem like we took too long either. No, yeah, it was, it was a quick one. So hopefully people can listen to it on a commute or something like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> either way, if you want to, go to freecheeseandhotsauce.com. We'll be posting all these episodes of the Midweek Exception there. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Pocket Cast. Just look up Midweek Exception. You'll find it all on there. We're doing a bunch of team review stuff throughout the whole uh, summer. So you can hear us talk about other teams. I know the last one we did was the Nuggets, and it wasn't – we didn't really have too much uh, too much praise for them. Like I went back and I listened to it, and I was like, man, maybe we were a little bit too harsh. I don't know. They deserve it. Yeah, kind of. They, they just hired Mike, uh, Mike Malone also for the coach, so that's cool. Either way, um, 
Also, you can find us on Twitter at MWException. And also, if you want to, on DefPenRadio.com, they have like an NBA section. You can find our podcast hosted on there as well. Did I leave anything out, or is that about it? Sounds about it. All right. Wrap this up, Justin. Say something, and then, I'll, then we'll end it. Uh, can't put me on the spot like this, man. I don't know what to say. Have a good night, Internet. Uh... <laughs>